0: Slip-ins-out. The Boogie Monster will calcane in Day Storm. The
1: Boogie
2: Monster Podcasting the Unknown. No, we got properly to properly oh, introduce to right. welcome right. new listeners. Hi, hi yes. everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm Kyle
1: Canane. Uh, I'm Dave Stone.
2: There you go, good one. And uh, this mm-hmm. is the Boogie Monster, a podcast where uh, we do not deliver the
1: goods. No, not at all. But we have fun not doing it. I mean, yeah, we have we have fun along the way, even though call,
2: call us DiGiorno because uh, we don't deliver. No. It's not Is that
1: delivery. Is that, that's bad comedy right mm-hmm. there.
2: That's pretty not, good. Because we don't deliver. <laughs> anyway, welcome doing? new listeners. We don't have any new listeners. There's no nah. such thing as a new listener, to the boogie monster. Uh-uh. But just the same old assholes <laughs> tuning.
1: These sorry. fucking jerks. I'm
2: sorry, everybody. We love you. Keep Thank you. showing up, everybody. Hey, week. hit that like and subscribe. Leave a review on Apple to things. Is it even still called iTunes? I don't even know anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, I
2: can't keep up. At some point in the future, there's going to be like antique podcasting equipment. Like there's going to yeah. be a museum of broadcasting. Be like, this is the... This is actually the Zoom H6 recorder that uh, the show Serial was recorded on. It's going to look like when we see something that has, like, brass knobs on it.
1: Yeah. What is this old stupid thing? Uh, yeah. It's like, What's uh, that? Uh, that just reminded me real quick. Nick Nick Swartzen, who I'm, I'm not a huge fan of his stand-up, but I, I, I got to admit this was a great bit in one of his earlier specials. He says it's, it's going to be weird in the future that old people listen to rap music. Specific. That
2: that's early uh, swords and stuff was really funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that first half hour when he was like 22 or whatever.
2: he's talking about his grandmother thinking of he's the strongest <laughs> man in the world because he just pick up a <laughs> gallon of milk. I used to quote that at my day job all the time. You're so strong, Nicholas. Can you hand, can you hand me that milk? Oh, you mean this milk, <gasps> Nicholas?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas.
2: Yeah, I was, I, it was just the other day, just to myself when he's talking about like old people should be like more reckless. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh, my grandmother died. Oh, I'm so sorry. What happened? Oh, she flipped her vet. Flipped her vet.
0: <laughs>
1: good stuff.
2: Oh, uh, what's up with you, Dave? What's happening?
1: Oh, I'm good, man. Things are good. Just uh, nothing's happening, but things are still good. Yeah, nothing. Nothing ever happens.
2: That's not a bad way to be, man. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta, just gotta sit back and be uh, have a little gratitude.
1: Yeah. No, man. Life is good. I can't complain. You know, things. Uh, oh, you I'm, can I'm in complain, a good, Dave. You can yeah, I and can will complain. complain. Yeah. But I'm, I'm in a good space, as they say, Kyle. I'm in a good space. So. That's good. We had a fun time uh, in Huntington Beach. We did. Last week. Kind of. I was, whew, it was like uh, standing up there in my grandfather's suit if I was a little kid, whatever that analogy is, just yeah, it felt weird. I was real clunky, but I had a had a good time, and I appreciate everybody's patience because I had you to. Looked stare
2: at my you look sharp. You're debuting a new look.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm busting out <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, Dave. I'm trying Hawaiian shirt, Dave, out. So
2: yeah, you look like a like a private investigator in Panama City, Florida, <laughs> which is what ex cops become. <coughs>
1: Yeah, I almost became one. I almost became a bounty hunter. Did I ever tell you that? Almost right. uh, almost got hired by a bail bonds company to go uh, track down people who've skipped on. I got you into, full, you got looked into up comedy everything instead. Like, you
2: looked up like what happens to a, a disgraced <laughs> police officer and you applied at <laughs> every single job. A private <laughs> investigator, bodyguard, bounty hunter. <laughs> Oh
1: man. Yeah. Yeah, you I didn't know not, what you didn't,
2: you didn't get the job?
1: Uh no, something else. Oh, I got hired somewhere else. Yeah, it uh the hours were too weird. Imagine that, bounty hunter. <laughs> Don't you <laughs> just make your hours. own hours? Yeah, but you know, I had to check in and do all this stuff. You know, I had to come in, you know, like odd hours and they even it was one of those 24-hour deals and they were talking about like, yeah, some weeks we're going to need you to kind of tend the shop in the in the off hours. I'm like, "Eh, I don't want to just be a, a night bellman for a bail company, sit up there in the middle of the night reading the newspaper. So, yeah, I got into something else. I forgot. I think that's when I got the uh, the limo gig. Vigilante? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. vigilante that's squad wasn't pro, hiring.
2: Pro bono vigilante.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good gig. Someone's got to do that. But, yeah, things are good, man. Got Yeah, Hawaiian shirt Dave made his debut. And uh, yeah, it was fun, man. It's fun seeing you do comedy again. God, I haven't seen you in over a year. I
2: guess we haven't it's been seen. A while. I saw you on that bike ride down to Long Beach. That was the last time I saw you in person. Sorry, we did not yeah. get to record in person. Sorry, we're late. By the way, this is a blame Kyle week. They're all blame Kyle weeks.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but this one, yeah, I was driving back from Los Angeles yesterday. and I got in. I was a little, I was a little ripped from a. F- I think I got a, a nap. I got well. I got about an hour's worth of sleep. But uh, it was like a 15-hour drive that I made. That's a haul, buddy. So, yeah, I was a little wiped out when I got home.
1: Jeez, so I wouldn't be able how... to match
2: that quality that y'all expect. Exactly. The, bo- the boogie monster.
1: We've grown accustomed to a certain level of energy and enthusiasm from you, Colin. anything less is just not uh, going to yeah. work out.
2: And I got to say, you know what? I've been outspoken about uh, my feelings for Phoenix, but I had great shows Saturday night. And great shows really? Friday night in Tucson. Right on. Yeah, really great. You know, Phoenix, you really redeemed
1: yourself on this one. Well, that's good, buddy. So, you had a good time. The overall the trip uh the trip was good, huh?
2: It was good. The Bay Area was great. Yeah, I didn't count comp- cuz that was uh we were pre recorded for last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ev- everything was great. I thank you to everybody that came out. Uh the Bay Area was awesome. Uh and then we got to see Metallica after the after what? the show in the Bay Area. What? Yeah, because, well, now that I could talk about it... So I was supposed to play The Independent in San Francisco.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And I got heard, like, maybe a month and a half prior to the gig, like, oh, uh, Metallica wants to play there. And before you think, your boy Kyle has really moved up to some 20,000-seat <laughs> venues miraculously in the last six weeks. Um, not the case. Apparently, Metallica, as we now know, is out doing uh, small club dates here and there. They played the Metro in Chicago, uh, where I did... a. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, loose in Chicago Lose. at. But uh, so they like, oh, they want that venue, so we're going to bump you to this other one. And I was like, okay. And the, I played this place called Bimbo's 365 in San Francisco. And it was an awesome venue. It was like old nightclub. It was basically like where they go to see Frankie Valley and Goodfellas.
1: Okay. Like Ooh. the
2: velvet curtains, kind of a supper club type of thing. But like, okay. they, did you come they, in through they, the back? <laughs> had to come in through the back. Came in through <laughs> the back. Funny enough, too, did the show. Did not discuss with Zach Toscani, who did a great job opening, but we didn't discuss, like, oh, are you going to bring me on or whatever? I didn't talk about it. So he said, thanks, good night. And then he's walking back towards the curtains where you go out on stage, but then he just went in the wrong door and fell into a bunch of shit. It was real funny. (laughs) Real humorous end to Zach's set.
1: Oh, good Uh, for him.
2: But uh, so then afterwards, I'm like, well, can I at least get into the Metallica show since that's what I was supposed to play? And uh, did they do it? It was like twenty dollars. Buy tickets the day of, and so we got to roll over there right after my set. And so saw Metallica in a little five hundred seat venue.
1: How long did they play?
2: I mean, I I don't know how oh, late yeah. into the set we got there, mm-hmm. and they were playing all like the, all the Ride of Lightning, Master Puppet stuff. Really, and it was uh, it was great because you could tell there were like there was some screw ups, and it was like, yeah, man, you got to relearn this stuff, and it was cool yeah. They be like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna knock the dust off in front of you. And uh oh, I boy. appreciated that. So I didn't I did not mind it was like really neat to see a band not totally screw up, but to show that they're human yeah. beings playing these instruments with you mm-hmm. know, you're not seeing a big stadium with all the effects and all this stuff. You're seeing a band that knows how to play their instruments well and occasionally there's a, a mistake here or there. But it was uh
1: it was awesome. That's cool and, as shit to see a band not only of that status, but also just a band that loud just in a small club like that—that's really cool.
2: Yeah, so they were they were great, and then uh, yeah, it was a uh, Oakland, Sacramento, great shows. Thank you everybody for coming out. And then uh, Tucson and Phoenix, uh, Phoenix man, I had a real bad case of the two shows in a night. And the second show, I couldn't remember Ooh. what bits I did, and it like st- uh, it stopped me. my apologies yeah. to anybody that was at the second show in Phoenix. It like I had to sit there, and every bit, I'm like was that in this set or was that the show right before? And I was like on stage having this little meltdown, like, That's mm-hmm. cause you know, you, then you don't deliver the joke as enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the people don't laugh as much. And then you're like, they're not laughing as much. Cause you, they've heard, just heard that you tell this joke. And I kind of zonked out for about 10 minutes up, up there. <laughs> so my apologies to that, the but it was still great. Shows were great. Head- and, um,
1: yeah, dude. Have you ever done any of those clubs? There's not many around anymore, but there's still a few that make you do three shows on a Saturday. You ever dude, done three?
2: Z- Zany. Mm-hmm. Zany's in Chicago used to make you do that. And I, I would always see people repeat shows because, like, you'd be drinking through three shows. It's a midnight mm-hmm. show. Everybody shit-faced. It was mostly just, like, a crowd work show it would turn yeah. into. Yeah. But, three in uh, a yeah, night that, is that Three tough. shows
1: is, uh,
2: that's bonkers.
1: Who doing that? Dude, doing that Metallica. Did they play going back to Metallica? They play um, "For Whom the Bell Tolls." Did you see them do that one?
2: I think they did. I was uh, pretty stoned on the marijuana. <laughs>
1: that riff—that's so, one of my—that's probably my favorite Metallica song. I think so. Mm. Um, but yeah,
2: real good. Many thanks, and I'll take this moment since I know people don't listen all the way to the end of the show. I'm gonna plug these dates. Plug them. I'll plug these dates coming out. Oklahoma City on the 13th of October, Tower Theater. October 14th, Dallas, Texas, Texas Theater. Austin, there's a few tickets left. San Antonio, Paper Tiger, Houston, Secret Group. That's all coming up for the next yeah, couple dude. weeks. And uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous about uh, some of these.
1: Yeah, why Boy, so? not as
2: popular as he thought in
1: some of these places.
2: Uh, ticket's slow? Yeah, I thought you went bigger in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm. Texas. Dude, you're playing theaters now, though, man. That's pretty Fucking, rad. Fucking that doesn't you,
2: count as if it's only a third full. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can book it. It's can you sell the
1: tickets? <laughs> oh, man. Well, shit, I'll throw mine out real quick. I'm going back on the road. I got to get, uh, get yeah. in shape here here soon, boy. Um, Reno, October 12th at Coffee and Comics. Kyle's playing theaters. I'm playing coffee shops. There we Both go. Both
2: those things, coffees and comics?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do them both. Uh, Seattle, uh, October 15th and 16th, four shows at Laughs Comedy Club. Portland, uh, Helium Comedy Club, one night only on Tuesday, October 19th, and then uh, wrapping it up with two nights in Eureka, California, the 22nd, 23rd, at uh, the old Savage Henry Comedy Club. So, yeah. gonna you're going
2: to be just uh, lurking in the woods between these dates?
1: I probably, yeah, I think I am. I'm going to try to do some camping, some lurking, you know, we'll see. You're going to have a Hawaiian shirt on while you lurk? the tropical lurker? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, good times, buddy.
2: I wonder if they make Hawaiian shirts but, like, not with different plants instead of tropical plants. Like a Hawaiian shirt with, like, a pine tree or something. Yeah. Doug fur.
1: Like real tree camo. I guess at that point it kind of turns into camouflage. You
2: know, that is true. That's true. Uh, you know, camouflage is just a Hawaiian shirt, uh, but a regional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never thought about it
1: that way. Yeah. You dude, I'm loving it. You go lov- throw
2: a, f- a couple of fun drinks on a real tree camo and that's your Hawaiian shirt.
1: <laughs> I've never owned a Hawaiian shirt, uh, but I'm, I'm enjoying it, dude. I I've ordered a couple, uh, since then that are coming in the mail. I'm really, uh, swimming in new waters here and i'm enjoying it you look good in it man well thanks buddy yeah i told you i'm trying to be fresh you know we talked about that a while back i've lived my whole life never been fresh but uh them, giving it a you shot
2: air force ones on
1: oh yeah no i got the those were the uh, retro the jordan ones those are jo- yeah, i don't very, know
2: my nikes i don't know what's yeah. what
1: i call them all air the, force one the, the, the air force one very similar i think i i honestly i couldn't tell you what the difference is there. Very similar style, but yeah, these are the uh, got some gold retro Jordans, like a real Playboy. So look out, here I am. It's a new I like, Dave.
2: I like it, man.
1: You know what else I've been doing? <laughs> I uh, now that I'm I'm borderline fresh. Now I'm on the path to freshness. Um, like
2: now, when you're saying fresh, Dave, are you? I know. Are we yeah. looking at the traditional kind of
1: semi hip hop?
2: Yeah, gear. Yeah, whatever the kids. Fresh.
1: Yeah, like fresh gear. Yeah, just like fresh, fresh look. can be
2: new or fresh can be like new hip hop, like like that kind of look.
1: Yeah, you know, like I'm borderline dripping, Kyle. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm not icy, but I'm dripping and I'm fresh. So uh, yeah, I'm, this is all new to me too. I'm, this I'm is, not, this, is this is
2: real old man discussion. Is mm-hmm. is the individual dripping or does the individual possess drip? That's where I'm confused. So I've always uh, seen I'm, like look at look at the drip on this guy. Yeah, like, I gotta check my notes Like on it's that a one. noun. It's not actually uh it's not uh it's not a uh adjective. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a noun, but uh I don't know. I don't know for sure, but regardless, I gotta figure In it out. In my day, if
2: you had the drip, you had to go to the doctor.
1: <laughs> you know what I've been doing this week, Kyle? I've been looking at some uh Uh, very specific YouTube videos uh, on how to dance. I don't really know how to dance, Kyle. (laughs) So I'm trying to do the shuffle. Are you you really? You're just... uh... (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's the same thing I do with cooking, you know? Like, I I got a new recipe that maybe I'm not familiar with. You know, I I go find a video. I mean, you can look up the actual recipe somewhere, but I like seeing someone else actually do it. So I found uh, found a couple of dancing channels, and... Boyd, am I not coordinated at you're all? Just Chris, I thought I was. You're
2: Chris Penn, you're Chris Penn from Footloose.
1: <laughs> exactly. You
2: got you gotta learn all the skills. You can beat, you can kick some ass, but you need mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I gotta figure this out, man. It's a whole new side of me. You know, it makes me vulnerable, but it also uh it, you know, it adds something to it. So um but I'm really bad with with all of it. So did you hang up on me? No. Oh, okay. I thought you I'm
2: listening to you talk Uh, about how you're watching YouTube videos to learn how to dance.
1: Well, I always thought I was What what dances
2: are you trying to learn?
1: Well, I'm trying to, I want to learn the shuffle. Like, uh, it seems kind of an all-purpose type shuffle. Do you know what I'm talking about with a shuffle? It's kind of like a a hip-hop shuffle. The curly shuffle. Yeah, I I don't even know how to describe it. The Um, shuffle. Yeah, but I'm also trying to learn the running, the running man, that old hip-hop classic. Boy, I can't do that at all and it's really disappointing cuz i always fancied myself as a fairly graceful, fairly athletic dude even with my with my girth, you know? It's like i used to be a decent athlete. I can move. I have contri- you- i have body control. I know how to, you know, like move my body in certain ways, but man, some of this foot dancing b- above uh, we, the waist i'm good.
2: We may have uh, discussed this before, but I, I you know, i would say that you know without any factual uh, evidence to back it up, b- bigger people can dance better. You think so? Very I, I, absolutely. And I okay. think it's like um like this is purely theorizing like maybe it's uh-huh. having to be used to managing their size yeah. all the time or mm-hmm. that there's I don't know what it is. That's but a great I, al- point. It always seems like bigger people are, have more rhythm and can dance better. That's a thing that I've observed. No factual huh. basis whatsoever. Okay, Dave. As as you've admitted by yourself, you're uh, on the larger size of things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is there something that you can tap into? Like now you're sitting there dancing. Is it kind of coming natural to you?
1: Well, I, my problem is I've got the rhythm above the waist. I'm, my shoulders are phenomenal. I got. I got. I got rhythm. I got some bounce. I got some it's great, groove. Great
2: with foreplay, lousy in the sack.
1: <laughs> I, but, like, it's all the arms and the shoulders and the head bobbing. I got that. But it's uh, – and even the hips. Now, now, don't get it twisted. The hips are good. The hips are there. They're doing good. It's the feet. Uh, below the knees. It's the knees down, like like some of these steps, like trying to do these shuffles and try to shift your weight from this foot to that foot and just – ah, it's – boy, See n- Now,
2: this – this is fascinating because I feel like if you've got the rest of that stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, it's what's the phrase? You know, shake your ass and the feet will follow, kind of thing. <laughs> it is though. But if you got all the if you got all the top mm-hmm. parts moving, the feet, I think you don't even think about. I don't think you should think about that. Not like I'm a great dancer, but I think mm-hmm. they'll just go where where they need to go. That's just yeah. the foundation of the party that's happening on top. You know,
1: you would think. You would think that that logic would apply, but man, I'm doing something wrong, but hey, I, I got five weeks to to get this figured out, so um, yeah, man, I'm pretty stoked. do you are you a dancer like like are you a are you going to dance at my wedding and b, if so, uh what are your go-to moves? What do you lean towards?
2: I have no go-to move, but I like I mean Rachel's gonna be there, and Rachel is uh is definitely a dancer. Uh-huh. And I just basically uh, have to defend myself against <laughs> her dancing. It's a, it's aggressive, downright threatening at times. Uh-huh. And so for me, it's a lot of like taekwondo blocks. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I will be I will be dancing. I will be dancing for certain. Oh, man. Uh, man, I want
1: to I want to learn some like old swing dances too. Like I want to take Katie and like fling her around. You know, where she does, like, a Definitely make sure
2: you know a dance before you just go doing that, because you doing that to Katie will look like abuse.
1: (laughs) But you know how, like, sometimes the lady will, like, log roll on the guy's back. Like, he'll bend over. He'll London Bridge it, and she'll do some weird flip or roll across his back, and now she's on this side. And then he'll twirl her around, and then, oh, and then, like, you know, you pick her up and make her do a little flip. I got to learn all that shit. That'd be cool.
2: I think let's work on let's work on you first before you bring Uh somebody into this. uh,
1: That's that's true.
2: This kind of hurricane of uh, limbs that you're about to (laughs) to unleash on people. Oh man. I am just—I am impressed, Dave. I'm impressed with how excited you are for this wedding and all the yeah, elements dude. of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, plus you're in Long Beach, man. You still got them rockabilly holdovers, so that swing dance and stuff is probably uh, more useful where you're at now.
1: Yeah. Than other probably. spots. I might even bust out some clogging. I used to clog when I was a kid. That was fun. What is?
2: Where is this coming from?
1: What you clogging? Would clog Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to clog. Yeah, just in the South, just little kids just learn to clog. It's like horseback really? riding lessons. Yeah, yeah. I remember I I went to like a clogging class when I was like in first grade. Let me find out what it's, clogging is first. Oh, clogging's awesome. It's, it's like hillbilly tap dancing.
2: So kind of like square dancing, but not in the circle.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of freestyle, individual square dancing, if you will. Old, old wow. hillbilly dancing.
2: Okay, is That'd that like funny. the
1: the Wesco? Oh, Jesco, Jesco, Jesco White. W- yeah, yeah, he's yeah. You could say what he was doing was basically what was he doing? Clocking. What
2: was that meth stompia going
1: on? Yeah. <laughs> he's the best dancer. No one can outthink him, and nobody can outdate him.
2: I think they could outthink him. Mm-hmm. Is pillbillys a term?
1: Oh, it sh- I'm sure it is. That's It's sitting right there. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes right you come there. up on something too easy. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny if the whole dance playlist at the wedding was just bluegrass and I was just pissed that no one else was clogging. Like, what's <laughs> first, up, guys?
2: First thing I found out, first thing when I Googled it from CBS News drug executive emails mocked Appalachians as pillbillies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> there you go. It's out there. Uh, man, this is a, uh, you're taking on, a, I'm glad you're not. Uh, see, now, if you worried about the food, you wouldn't be able to get into all this other stuff. Outfits, mm-hmm. dancing, music.
1: Oh, Yeah. Oh, you mean worried about, like, if I were cooking some of it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you're focusing on these other things.
1: Yeah, initially I was I was wanting to, but Katie shut that down quick. She's like, look, you don't need to worry about trying <laughs> she's to cook right. anything at her wedding. So it's like, she's I right. I still might bring some bowl of peanuts or something to contribute, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, well, no, she's she's right. Let that part, let somebody <laughs> else worry about that. You worry about you having a good time and oh, yeah. uh, making the missus happy.
1: Yeah. That's the guests
2: all are matters. already going to have fun. Mhm. If there's mu- if there's if there's music and dancing and in a in and in a bar, you've Open done bar, what you have done exactly what you have to do for the guests.
1: Yeah, the rest is in y'all's hands. Yeah, know?
2: if somebody goes to a wedding and isn't happy with just that, then they're then they're they don't know how to have fun. Mm.
1: <laughs> so what's going on with you, buddy? So uh the shows were good, and when I last saw you last week, you were uh, getting rad earlier in the day. Did you get rad elsewhere out on this run?
2: I got rad, yeah. I got rad last week, uh, and I got rad uh, Monday. One, uh, you know, rad adjacent, rad, mm-hmm. rad adjacent, as as we say yeah. around here. But just, it was good to be active, and then uh, got back up into the rain of the northwest here, and uh, getting back to had uh, now Grand Marquis... October 9th. Oh, sorry, a lot right. of plugs, a lot of plugs on this show.
1: That's all right.
2: Grand Marquis, October 9th at the Beat Kitchen. Nobody asked this band to reunion. But here we are. Dude, y'all been practicing? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I go back. I go back this weekend. We're going to practice all week.
1: So who's in the band? You want to you want to introduce the band real quick?
2: Uh but, okay, who, who back do we got? back Back on the drums, we got Rob McCarty. Rob joined us. Uh, this it was the same. It was, it was the same guy who used to be uh, Marco's brother for a brief minute. Rob McCarty's on the drums. I believe he's out of Naperville, Illinois. Still, uh, Rob was always fun because he lived in California and then he moved to like the suburbs of Chicago, and he was, always had these stories that we never believed them, and then he would come back with proof. He's like, yeah, they always film. They're always filming Wonder Years on my street. We're like, bullshit. And then he just shows a picture of the Wonder Years house when he went back to like Pasadena. He's like, on my street, there's a tree that grows in the middle of it. Instead of cutting it down, they just pave the road around the tree. We're like, you're full of shit. That's illegal. Comes back with a picture of it. Um, oh, man. Then uh, my buddy Marco and Greg, who are, I went to high school with, who are on the bass and guitar and vocals. And uh, yeah, we're just—it's gonna, going to be fun because it's going to be a reunion. A lot of people are coming back for it. We were not a good band. Uh, we <laughs> we for the for the era that we were in, you know, mid to late '90s. That was the mm-hmm. type of sound we got. Face to face, Blink One Eighty Two. I think we were a serviceable band.
1: Okay. If we
2: Tried a, if, we, if we had tried a little harder, uh, maybe we would have gotten there. But uh, we had fun. We put on good shows, and uh, so a lot of uh, friends are coming back. Just as like a reunion for the friend group that used to all go see the show, so I'm excited about it,
1: dude. That's really cool, man. That that's really neat, dude. Congrats. yeah.
2: yeah I think it's gonna be. It'll be something. It'll be a spectacle. So anybody that's a, just a boogie monster fan or just knows the comedy part of my life, <laughs> uh, don't come to this expecting uh, anything. That's yeah. Don't come to this expecting anything.
1: Kyle wasn't funny at all. He just played the guitar.
2: That's what the Booker said. He hit me up. Mm-hmm. He's like, wait a minute. You're the comedian. He's like, you were always real quiet. Because I would book our band at the fireside. Uh-huh. And Brian Peterson hit me up about doing comedy shows. I was like, I remember you. you. used to be the one who left messages for your band. I'm like, yeah, you scared the shit out of everybody. <laughs> like, he was a giant dude with a big beard in the 90s when everybody had, like, bleached, frosted tips and, like, padlock necklaces mm-hmm. and punk rock. And he just looked like this. Giant homeless guy. I'm like, yeah, you scared the shit
1: out of everybody. <laughs> so, How long are y'all going to play? How many? What, oh, kinds God, you, what kind uh, of set um, you got?
2: A, a merciful half hour. Okay. Very merciful. half. I think we need to give us 30 to 40 minutes. I'm going to try and make a lot of that banter. I'm going to try and get to maybe the four <laughs> songs we remember. A lot of chit-chat in between.
1: That's but really we're, cool,
2: dude. Yeah, we're playing with John Jughead, who's from Screeching Weasel. We're playing with his new band. We're playing with Boris the Sprinkler, who's the old Green Bay band from back in the day. So I'm excited. I Hopefully the practice sessions when we get together were not absolutely horrible. Greg and Rob are still, those were the guys that were like musicians in the group. Marco and I were just like, well, we want to be in a band, so I guess we got to learn guitar. Mm-hmm.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I'm psyched, man. It'll be fun. Well, good for you, man. That's cool.
2: Yeah, Sounds come on fun. out, see something silly. But uh, other than that, man, I don't think um, anything too too crazy was going on. It was uh, the bike rides were night up in the hills when it was all like a uh, foggy, kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. That was good. Nothing, uh, nothing spooky. Nothing scary. Nothing, nothing boogie monster related happened though, Dave. No, I wish. It's getting fall up here, though.
1: I like that. Ooh, dude. It's getting fall here, believe it or not. Like, just a little. But uh, I could definitely, you know, there's definitely a little bit of brisk in the air. And, oh, man, I just, ooh, I love fall, dude. Love fall. I'm getting, uh, cranking up the Halloween machine again. Getting excited about Halloween. Starting to watch some movies. Watched the first uh, scary movie of the season the other night. Uh, and we did this technique, too. I think I may have... Spoke about this last year, but we have a lot of windows in our apartment. So typically mm-hmm. at night, I uh, whether or not the window itself is open, I uh, make sure the blinds and the curtains are shut at night because with all these windows, you know, how science works, and it's dark outside and light inside, and then everybody can see everything, and I don't need that. But sometimes, especially around Halloween, we watched a movie the other night. Watch Poltergeist, by the way. Katie had never seen Poltergeist, so I oh, feel like that was okay. a good that Classic. was a good introduction.
2: Very yeah, much good. so. Very much so. Good call. Yeah, this is scary yeah.
1: movie time. This is, we yeah. got to talk scary movies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's never seen Poltergeist. I thought that was a good uh, first uh, movie of the season. And uh, so anyway, with all these windows, what we did, we turned off all the lights and then kept the blinds and the curtains open. So just because it was just super dark in here. And the only light is the illumination of the of the TV. And sure. uh, yeah, just just adds adds some nice ambiance to it, man. It's really nice.
2: I like that? How'd she? Uh, how'd she respond to Poltergeist?
1: Oh, she liked it. Yeah, it was right yeah. up her alley. She loves. Uh, she loves ghost stories and shit like that. And okay. Yeah, she'd never seen it. So,
2: um, I uh, I watched Last Breath on the recommendation of Daniel Van Kirk. Mm-hmm. Very funny, uh, Chicagoland area comedian. Uh, not necessarily scary, but very, um, very intense documentary about uh, deep sea divers. Ooh. Oh. So that's and that's and it's true. It's a true it's a documentary. That kind Ooh. that kind of stuff like
1: Last Breath. Ooh.
2: Yeah, what is it? Thla- thalassophobia, fear of like a Ooh. big open spaces of water or big, you know. That's a whole different type of fear. Yeah. Of like being stuck underwater being stuck out at sea.
1: Man. Have you ever been have I... you ever
2: been on a boat and like <laughs> been where you can't see land on a boat?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird feeling. We Oof, uh, that is a that is a
2: something that's something else.
1: I've always loved the concept of scuba diving and snorkeling and getting down there and puts around and finding you know things. But I think scuba I've diving, never done you know, it.
2: getting down there and putzing around.
1: <laughs> it around <laughs> under the water, and looking at fish and <laughs> coral and shit. And uh, I've never done it, but the reason I've never, like, I, I'm interested in a concept, but I've never pursued it, is that exact reason. Like, just, I'm not afraid of the water, and I'm not, you know, I, I can swim and do all that, but just the thought of, like, oh, once you get 20, 30, 40 feet down, that just seems like, oh, that's a long way back up to the top if something were to go wrong. I, like... I like being able to come back up in just a second, you know, like you know, five or six feet, ten feet, maybe max underneath. But ooh, getting way down there would be scary.
2: Yeah, well, watch this one. It's not your traditional scary movie, but it's got uh, it is, it's got some intensity to it. Mm. Okay. Uh, what other stuff. I got. You know what? We just got to get into it. I, I I needed to make a commitment myself. Finally, watch goddamn Halloween.
1: You've never seen the original Halloween?
2: No, we've talked about this. I've never seen the original right. Halloween. Or I saw it when I was a kid mm-hmm. and like fell asleep or something. Not as a quality, it's but good. like I tried watching it at midnight or something.
1: I feel like with most Halloween or horror movies, because in full disclosure, I'm not a big horror movie guy. There's certain types of horror movies I like, but there's also a lot that I'm just like, uh, this kind of thing. But I mean, the ones I like, I really like, but I'll admit, like, from my perspective, even the good ones aren't, like, great films. It's just like, oh, no. this is scratching the itch that I need right now. Like, it, this it, is, that,
2: it's junk food. Like, mm-hmm. it's the season. I want, It goes right around with Halloween candy and everything. not good for you, but give it to me. I want it mm-hmm. right now. What's, this, what's now, the scariest are, movie you've ever seen?
1: The scariest movie I've ever or seen? Did, or scared oh. you the most? Oh, jeez. That's a great question. Um... As a kid, it would have probably been probably Friday the 13th. I was scared to death of of, um, Nightmare on Elm Street too, or also, Mm -hmm. not the second one, but also. uh, But even as a kid, I I was able to differentiate. I was like, okay, I know, okay, he's in your dreams, and that's, you know, not real. But, like, the the concept of just a masked maniac with an axe at an old campground, it's like that shit could happen, and that's scary yeah. as hell. So, th- yeah, that's scary. Uh, as an adult, um, that's the thing. I, I haven't. Se- I'm never like, holy shit. I'm always like, eh, that's pretty good. But yeah. I, I, I'm sure there's been times where I've been blown away, but nothing comes to mind off the top of I, my head.
2: I st- I brought it up before, but i also go back to the original paranormal activities. Mm-hmm. Because of the, of the setting being, I mean, we discussed this the other week with that pantry ghost, but also Mm -hmm. the idea that it's the stuff that's happening just in the other room. Yeah. And that's because when it's a normal, uh, you know, movie that somebody's making, they'll show something that's happening in the background of the main character, this or that. Mm -hmm. And this was like, no, this is my security footage. I'm sleeping. This is what's happening downstairs.
1: Yeah, no narrative. Just here's and that,
2: yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, bleh, creep me out. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. still go back. I think I might have to rewatch that one. But I'm excited. We're getting there. We're getting into yeah. scary movie season. We're getting into rainy, chilly weather. Mm. It's about to go down.
1: Yeah, it, we have a global my favorite pandemic
2: month. killing people. But that's not <laughs> what's scary. It's
1: that there's ghouls and goblins. Oh man, yeah, I love. I love. October just that's the one thing I have talked about this a lot but oh I, I do miss w- living in a in a fall area I'd love a good yeah. hearty fall just a whole month are, or two of
2: given given that your wedding is the beginning of uh November mm-hmm. when are you guys rolling out there like what are you are you gonna do a Halloween or are you kind of like now nah, we gotta prep for this wedding you gonna have like candy uh, get the kids because it's on a Sunday
1: yeah i think we're we were just talking about that today uh I think we're gonna do Halloween over at her dad's house uh and and you know with her nephew who's sixteen and just you know have a scary movie night and they live in a neighborhood so they'll hopefully we'll, there'll be plenty of trick or treaters so yeah we're gonna go over there and do sixteen do it year old is he dressing up good question i don't know i'm not sure i would if i was if I was betting I would say no he's He's not a typical 16-year-old in that, like, he's still got, like, a positive attitude. He's not one of those jaded, cynical, <laughs> I'm over it.
2: He's not a typical 16-year-old where <laughs> they're assholes, actually. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's not a prick like I was when I was 16. No, he's, he's a good kid, So, I, but I, I don't know, honestly, I don't know how, how he feels about Halloween, but we're doing it over there regardless, so that'll be fun, man. Make some That's Halloween cookies. You're go. You doing cookies or you're angry that you're doing cookies? No, I, th- I think I'm going to do some Halloween cookies, even though it's more of a Christmas thing. But, you know, why not? Do a little baking, a little Halloween baking. Yeah, you could do It'll something fun. fun. Yeah.
2: Rachel just oh, came home yeah, with donuts in the middle of the day over here.
1: Oh, man. Just Where from? You, I just wanted donuts. Not Krispy Kremes?
2: Nah, nah. We have a place called Sesame Donuts. Oh. I don't know. some stuff around there. Quality a podcasting. Sesame, Quality s- broadcasting, everybody. An
1: actual sesame donut sounds awful.
2: That's just a bagel. S- sesame, yeah. It's called sesame. That.
1: I don't I, I yeah, I don't know what
2: their I don't know what their action is over there.
1: Yeah, we'll get to the bottom of it. Kyle, should we let's, get into a topic? Let's let's get let's do a topic this
2: time around. Let's, let's give let's the people let's give all the new uh Listeners. Oh, I, I will say on my drive back, I was listening to a podcast called the Let's Read podcast, and it's ba- basically just an anthology of different scary stories. Pretty good for a road mm-hmm. trip if anybody needs that. I can't, nothing uh, specific, but I was like, oh, a couple uh, good creepy tales of just Ooh. like uh, listener submitted stories where the host reads them. So that was a good one. But well, I, yeah, I, like a, I like a topic. Let's have a topic.
1: Let's get into a topic. Uh, where are my notes here? I can never find out what the hell I want to say. Kyle, you ever heard of a uh, Muamua? Do you know what a Muamua is?
2: No, that, that sounds like the thing in that joke, like Death by Ruru.
1: I don't know that joke. You don't know that joke? Death by Ruru.
2: All these three guys get captured by this uh, tribe deep in the jungle. And they're like, uh, they go, listen, you could either, you can either die or, or face Ruru. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, f- shit, man, I'll, I'll do Ruru first. And so everybody in the tribe, uh, but they buttfuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and the second guy's like, well, I mean, if the other option's death. It doesn't seem great, but I guess I'll do Ruru. <laughs> and they butt fuck him. The last guy's like, fuck that, man. I ain't messing around with that. Give me the death. And they go, okay. But first, Ruru. <laughs> That's it. There you go. They're
1: going to Ruru him to death. Boy, yeah, I, yeah. I could not think of a worse death. That what just if it's great? Awful. Well, isn't that all of our fears? Isn't, <laughs> isn't that all of the uh, the straight man population fears that it is great? And it's like, well, I I, I don't want to. F- I can't find out because then that might change everything.
2: But the but that that's not gay. Being no? attracted to another man is gay. But figuring hmm. out what rings your bell, if that rings your bell.
0: Well, yeah, come on. But, we've
2: done enough Adam and Eve ads to know that's true. That if you want to go up your own butt, that's your butt.
1: That's uh, <clears throat> hey, what, a,
2: what would that be called? That would be called um, introsexual, right?
1: Oh, is that that's a term? hard to do? Yeah,
2: introsexual, yeah, you're just into yourself.
1: Hey, on a completely unrelated topic, and this didn't happen to me, it's just a random PSA, fellas. If you're going to uh take care of some business in the in the restroom with some uh, visual assistance uh, watch out for that Bluetooth make sure that Bluetooth <laughs> is disconnected oh, okay. from other devices within the household
2: I've heard this story many times what, what,
1: what story did you hear about oh I don't know I'm just you know sometimes didn't it didn't happen to you you know I this I'm absolutely not, did not happen to you Dave I no, just a random just a, a random reminder to the to the general population out there to just you know, just be careful that uh, the Bluetooth's not on other devices that uh, maybe your fiancé could hear in the other room. I've, yeah, so, I've hypothetically.
2: Several, I've heard a few situations of people uh, mm-hmm. doing that, and it goes to the car. I've had the phone call where I'm like on the phone in the gas station, like, I don't hear you, and it's just somebody oh, no. screaming in the car like it's at the pump. <laughs>
1: oh, man. <clears throat> But anyway
2: yeah. let's we're covering ruru let's talk about ruru oh yeah what we're talking ruru yeah <laughs> all
1: right a mu Meows? that's what i call um, 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 uh. um, eating eating
2: butts yeah it was giving a cat bath i call i call eating ass oh give cuz that's what i was saying but like mm-hmm. everybody ta- every new comic is like oh, i'm eating butts like yeah mm-hmm. w- whatever man i'm 44 that shit's been around
1: mhm yeah y'all didn't just me. discover that yeah
2: and uh you can call it something nicer, like giving a cat bath. And that's why I say like I that's like your that. proposal. how about
1: a little meow meow? A little meow meow.
2: None of the but none of the things are <laughs> the Oumuamua.
1: The Oumuamua is this thing that it's this uh interstellar object. We don't know if it's natural or unnatural, but it's flying around space and it will butt fuck you to death if you're not careful. So uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, originally known as, uh, they just named it, uh, 11-slash-2017-U1, um, nicknamed Amuamua. Amuamua is, uh, means scout in, uh, Hawaiian culture. And anyway, uh, back in 2017, uh, these guys were, uh, sitting around looking at telescopes and whatnot, whatever they do, wherever they do it, but, uh, they, they found this, this object. Astronomizing. Yeah, they're Uh, astronomizing. They're out there astronomating. And in Hawaii, that's where uh, whatever uh, station or base that they they found this thing from. They they viewed it from a telescope from Hawaii. Yeah, observatory. Um, They noticed, this was uh, in September of uh, 2017, and they noticed that it was traveling. This thing was just traveling way too fast. It was traveling 196,000 miles per hour. Which, once you get like, how do we know? Like, w- how can they track that? How can you measure 196,000 mph? Like,
2: mm-hmm. well, eh. I mean, I mean, I guess they would take uh, they would measure it from point from point A to point B and how long it takes to get there.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, just
2: like and, you, you know, would they would do. know in the sky if it's mm-hmm. this far away. They they know all the math over there. What am I, telling yeah. them? How yeah, I'm not it. trying to question them.
1: Anyway, uh, and I you're jumped like, well, into that one with confidence too. That was real <laughs> stupid. Well, I'll tell you how they measured
2: how fast uh, the the the, the Ruru is going.
1: To break that down, that's fifty four miles per second, and uh, that's crazy. And they were looking at this thing, and they're like, "Well, wait a minute, comets and asteroids uh, within our solar system they move fast, but they only move at about uh, twelve miles per second. So this thing, four and a half times the speed." of your average comet or asteroid, and, uh, and they're ass. like, well, well what, what the hell is this thing? So uh, they think this Oumuamua entered our solar system uh, roughly from the direction of a constellation uh, named Lyra, or Lyra, L-Y-R-A, uh, but they don't know exactly where it originally came from, and uh, they think that this thing's been floating around for thousands of years and uh, they think it started wandering around thousands of years ago, and somehow, and I don't know how to describe this to you, but, like, imagine, okay, our sun, we got the sun, right? And then we got we got the Earth, and the Earth orbits the sun, right? And then so, so does, you know, Venus and Mars, and they orbit, but obviously they're a little further out. This thing came in from, like, For the sake of the visual example, you know, you got your little solar system, you got the sun, you got the planets orbiting it. It came in from the north. (laughs) Got your little solar system. And then it joined the merry-go-round for a little bit, and then it just kept going. Like, uh, it came in from like the northwest, came down, circled a couple times, and then ventured back off to the northeast. Uh, So it's not, it, it was not affected by the gravitational pull. Uh, pull of, of our planet and the other planets orbiting the sun, so it's just kind of a kind of a rogue thing, okay. and they don't know if it's an astro if it's a natural thing like an asteroid or whatever, uh, meteor or whatever. Um, but there's this one dude. He's uh, what's his name? This guy named uh, Avi Loeb. He's the uh, I don't even know all the academia terminology, but he's the chair at the uh, in Harvard University, he's in charge of all the astronomy department, and okay. he thinks uh, avi Loeb he, he's a smart dude, he thinks that it's, a, uh, that it's it's either an alien craft or a, a relic, some sort of remnants or relic from a, from an, another galaxy, an alien civilization from another galaxy. He thinks it's not just uh, natural materials what, no, Why does he think that? Well, that's a good question. Let me... Uh, <laughs> 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 he says, uh, I'm reading from this uh, interview he did in uh, this uh, website called The Observer. He says, um, it's not like any object we've seen before. He says, the brightness of a muumuu changes tenfold every eight hours. So that's crazy. Like, it's okay. illuminated, but the illumination changes every eight hours. He that's goes on strange. to say... Me- meaning that its shape must be very extreme, its length at least 5 to 10 times its width. It's similar similar to what you've seen. It's similar to what you would see if you left a razor thin piece of paper tumbling in the wind. So he thinks I, I don't that seems like a lot more than 5 or 10 times. Anyway, he thinks it's very narrow, very long. And that may be attributing to its uh, trajectory, the way it's its kind of like tumbling through space. It's not just, you know, floating in, in a straight position. It's kind of just, yeah. you know, like, like you said, like a piece of paper in the wind. Um, then, in, so they noticed this thing in September of 17. In June of 2018, it re, was reported that Oumuamua exhibited an extra push away from the sun. So that's when it did that it exited uh, the orbit that i was talking about so in june of 18 it pushed away from the sun and they don't know how the hell that happened and uh this this dude goes on to say he said it couldn't be a rocket effect from the tail of a comet because we'd see that tail i guess you know like a shooting star shooting comet you see it's mm-hmm. not vapor trail but you know dust trail or whatever it leaves behind um he suggested that it might be re- reflected sunlight that gave it that push, sort of like a sail on a boat. How a boat sail would work, okay. he says. Uh, he calls that the the concept of a light sail. Uh, but he yeah, says you for see that those
2: little those little things in a, like a glass bulb, and it was dark on one side, light on the other side. It was like um, it's like a windmill more or less. But it would it would demonstrate that how light waves would push.
1: Ah, yeah. I, little, I don't know what it's called, but I do know what you're talking up, about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he thinks, uh, he, he says just we've never, it's, it doesn't have the behavior of any um, space junk that they've seen before, whether it be junk or an asteroid or whatever. Uh, he just says its movement and its behavior is unlike anything that anybody has ever seen. And I'm sure he's got other uh, reasons to believe other than that half-assed example I just uh, stumbled through. But uh, this dude seems pretty confident that uh, something's up. Something's up with this thing.
2: Well, it looks like um, a lot of people think it's ice.
1: A lot of people think it's ice. Yeah. Okay. Did they say why?
2: Uh, it's just, uh, I mean, you just told me what it's called, and I'm looking mm. at stuff, <laughs> and uh, they're just saying it's probably ice. Um, that's why it's shaped see. weird, like it's a piece of a uh, of a faraway ice planet, you know, that broke mm-hmm. off, entered uh, entered the orbit here for a brief amount of time. I don't know. I don't, I, you know what? I'm not uh, super weirded out by this thing.
1: Yeah, I, I've been hearing about this for a while, and, and I know I'm not known for my uh, studious research, but I did research this, and I can't— You
2: research I, topics the way anti-vaxxers <laughs> research uh, ivermectin.
1: <laughs> I've heard a lot of the stories that why people think this might be alien, but I am having trouble finding why they think that. Other than, you know, yeah, like, if you don't know anybody, you're just being like, yeah, it's, it's just uh, ice or a meteoroid or meteoroid, <laughs> meteorite, uh, or something just floating around up there. But, yeah, some smarter people than me think that uh, there might be something up with that. But, um, yeah, they, uh, they're calling this an interstellar object, and they've been anticipating something like this for decades. They say uh, the space between the stars... Pro- oh, well, here's... Yeah, I'm sorry. Here's one reason why the guy... And now, I don't know if this pertains to a Moa or, or just the uh, uh, life on other planets in general. And we've touched on this a little bit. But he says there's four billion stars that could also have planets nearby. Yeah. No, what is he saying? There's four billion stars. Star. It's not simply stars. It's something else. Star somethings. And half of those... It, it's, it's estimated that half of those 4 billion stars have planets nearby. So 2 billion... And see, this has always been changed. Weren't we taught that there's like 13 planets? And now, now I'm always... I've been hearing this for the last several years. Like, oh, there's, there's 2 billion planets that, that could possibly support life just in our galaxy. So that's well, the argument of like, what are the odds... Again, that doesn't necessarily pertain to Omoamua, but what are the odds that we're alone With there's two billion other similar-type planets out there that could possibly have intelligent life?
2: Yeah. I don't know. The alien thing, I'm still sitting I, you know, what people were talking about, what the Navy allowed us to see, like, yeah, we don't know what these objects are. Mm-hmm and trying to decipher if it's not alien craft, if it's just, like, enemy drone technology mm-hmm. that could move the way these things are moving. Um, especially with... I, th- th- now, this is where somebody can, you know, if you, if you want to f- f- uh, correct me mm-hmm. on Reddit or whatever, but, you know, we're just two dummies thinking about stuff. Um, I saw somebody in a Tesla take off from a dead stop. And oh. it moved, it moved like a Benny Hill sketch. Like, what do you, like that's that? how fat that's how fast it went off the line. Like <sighs> pew, just gone from a standstill. Cuz that's the I, guess, that's I don't think I've c- seen that. Yeah, I guess that's the kind of torque and energy an electric vehicle can create. Dude. So if they can that's do impressive. that. Yeah, if they can do that with just tires on the ground. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the possibility. I mean, you've seen what drones just, drones that you fly that you could buy at the store. Mm-hmm. Shit. I mean, look up drone racing. Now, th- And this is off the topic of the Amuamua, of course. I'm just talking about mm-hmm. what aliens, like, trying to trying to devil's advocate away what the Navy was saying. Like, these are, un- they're unidentified. Yeah, if you can't identify something, it's an unidentified flying object. But that it could just be enemy technology or Mm -hmm. enemy, but you know, somebody's making this stuff in a garage and flying a large-scale type drone that can change directions. You know, but it's it's so rapidly. Well, I wonder. I wonder if that kind of stuff's out there. That's what I'm wondering about.
1: Well, I like to think about this concept, like imagine, and we've talked about like singularity and the way technology has been advancing, but, um, you know, look at since 1900 till now, in the last 121 years, the leaps and bounds that we've made in technology, you know, for the, you know, industrial and, and automotive and now all the tech stuff. And we're just dumb humans, but what we've accomplished as a whole in terms of, you know, our advancement and our technology is pretty impressive. Now, imagine, If an alien, you know, has a hundred times our intelligence or, you know, like we've discussed, maybe they're from the future, maybe they're humans from the future, regardless. Mm -hmm. But just thinking about what all human beings have been able to accomplish in the last few hundred years and then just imagine a society or civilization of some sort of beings that are a lot smarter than us. Like, imagine what they—I just feel like they're so smart we can't even begin to comprehend some of their technology.
2: Well, like the last things we were talking about, like what's the advancement, you know, they they are, say they're even just a thousand years ahead of us on mm-hmm. what, when their fish crawled out of the water, turned mm-hmm. into a person, created yeah. this technology, didn't get bogged down with the, uh, maybe didn't get bogged down with the emotional element of uh, the human species, the stuff that mm-hmm. does, you know, got, got uh, whether you want to call it uh, some sort of uh, a... <clears throat> Embrace of love and compassion that will advance their society, or they just don't Mm -hmm. have, or it's the other way where it's not even cruelty and it's just this weird animalistic survival thing, yeah, that advanced them to the point. But it is there is a point where it's greed, you know, Mm -hmm. like the greed is is it like a uniquely human emotion? Like, do animals have greed? That's a great question. Do animals hide more food than they can? I think some of them do. I watch these squirrels just take nuts, hide them. They never find them again. But it's not called greed. It's called instinct when it's them. Uh-huh. That's
1: a great question. Can animals be greedy? Can an- can an- you mentioned it. Can animals be cruel? Like, I know it's cr- nature is cruel, but Helen's a real you think... Bitch sometimes. But, but seriously, do you think animals? I I know a predator's going to go out and, and kill his dinner, but do you think he ever maims or harms just for the for um, the sport of it?
2: Killing for sport? Yeah, I mean they not that like um that story about some like lions surrounding a village in Africa. They made some movie about it where like the lions. We're stalking the people in the village. We're stalking this particular group of people because they had killed one of theirs or something. Mm-hmm. And I wish yeah. I knew more information, but it was, there was some recorded history of these lions particularly stalking these individuals. And it was like not even for food at that point, it was like revenge.
1: Wow. That's crazy.
2: So, yeah, that's a little. little ominous to know that the lions can be like, you know what? Fuck these guys.
1: Did I tell you my dumb theory about how I think ducks can count?
2: Um, no, (laughs) let, no, I'm curious. Let's hear it.
1: Well, imagine a a duck, a mother duck, and she's crossing the street and she's got, she got eight little ducklings behind her, right? And she's, I've seen video of like this happening, and then like the mom's always checking back to make sure everybody's there. Right? She knows she's got eight eight little kids, little ducks there. Well, if she were to she were to look back there and see seven, if one was if one was missing, she'd know it. So does that mean she did a quick? She did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh shit! Where's number eight? Like she would know if one of the kids was. I think there's a difference between
2: counting your own children that you uh, cared for and watched being born versus like a parlor trick that you got a duck that can count.
1: I'm not saying she could calculate a tip at a restaurant. I'm just saying the the concept of being able to look back. Hey,
2: duck, leave 20%. This server was great. (laughs) Duck's like, I didn't even eat anything. It was a glass of water.
1: 20's a bit much. But no, do you see what I'm saying? Like she looks back there. If one's missing, she's gonna know. So she had to do some math or some counting or something in her head, little duck brain.
2: But all of them, then animals all know how much. I'm kind of caught off guard on this one, Dave. Yeah, I'm not saying, all saying it's animals know. I had three kids. Yeah, I'm not I mean, saying they it's know duck how specific.
1: many. But like that means that it that is all duck animals specific. Can you said you, you didn't well, say animals an could exam. count.
2: You said I think ducks can count. you, spe- well, if, you specified ducks.
1: Yeah, well, it's just they're the ones that like, you know. I thought the example about so, but yeah, I guess any animal. But yeah, you can <laughs> take a wild pig. If a wild pig, mama pig's walking through the swamp and she's got you know five little piglets with her and she looks back and there's four. She's gonna she's gonna know math math and counting is what told her that. I don't know. It's just a theory. I'm working on it. Get a grant.
2: Yeah, I mean, you want to sit there and throw. I mean, a- animals can count.
1: Yeah, and that's fascinating. That's my point, and that's fascinating that animals not, can. We're count.
2: not talking triple digits. Mm-hmm. You know, not past the point that you would need to count. Like, yeah. I don't. Fuck, man. I don't know what I'm talking about here.
1: Man, I saw this one video the other day about uh, these this dog. What's uh, what's the real smart dog? Is it a... Uh, uh, Benji. A herding dog. Lassie. Uh, some breed of dog that's super smart. But anyway, this is something on the, on the animal planet. And uh, they had this old old retired guy, and he had this real smart dog. And uh, this dog loved little, like, toys, little Beanie Baby-type toys. And the dog had, like, over 150 toys. And know they had the, all the had big pile of toys in the other room and he mm-hmm. had I, I don't maybe not 150 but it was at least 100 we'll say it's 100 but a big pile of 100 little little stuffed toys and the owner had named each and every toy and taught the dog which toy is which name and they'd be in the other room and he'd say hey go get binky and the dog would run in the other room and 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 Nustle through all the, that big pile of toys and find Binky and bring it back. And be like, yep, this is Binky. And he'd be like, go find Carlos. And he'd run in there and he'd sniff around and he'd find Carlos and bring him back. And then, get this, then he said, "He said, uh, okay, he had a couple that, were, that weren't named. He had a couple new ones that weren't named. So then he told the dog, hey, go get Stinky or whatever. But, but there was no Stinky. Stinky was a made up name. The dog went, he rummaged around. He didn't know who Stinky was, but he did notice that there was a couple of new ones that hadn't been named, and he grabbed one of those and brought it back. Like, hey, is this what you're talking about? Because A, we don't have one named Stinky, and B, I'm unfamiliar with this motherfucker. So this must be what you're talking about, right, dude? That's insane.
2: Dogs can yeah, dogs can figure it out. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's... it's
1: impressive. Yeah, I don't, I don't... What's the name I don't, of the dog? That, it's the one that, uh, that's always doing the Frisbee stuff and the agility. You know, they're usually black and white. It's some sort of uh, herding dog. It's a something... Fuck. A little mid-sized dog. Real smart. I'm going to get one of those. Teach it how okay. to divide. <laughs> teach it do my taxes.
2: Animals and mathematics. <laughs> I th- Yeah, I, I think... Um, I mean, go for it, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Give it a shot. You sit there. You tell. I'm not good at math, so I'm teaching a dog to handle it.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
2: so, Let anyway. The dog, figure
1: uh, it out. Dogs are smart. Ducks can count. muamua mua is this thing. Nobody really knows what it is.
2: Piece of ice floating around. Not much of a subject this week. <laughs> 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 fucking chunk of ice and But spe- no, I remember when it showed up a few years ago and people were like, "What's this? We don't know what it is." And it kind of quickly was like, "Well, it's it's not an alien."
1: Well, the thing is, now it's 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 gone. It's uh, out of sight. They can't uh, it's too far out now. They can no longer detect it. So, guess we'll never know. Out of
2: sight, guess, out of mind, guys.
1: Guess we'll never know, dude. Oh, well. I just yeah. wanted to say a moa a bunch. I think that's I mean, uh, once can, I finally can... figured out how to pronounce it, I got excited. You
2: say that with your Hawaiian shirt on, people think mm-hmm. you're probably from the island. Probably. Get a little work on my tan a little bit. And Dave, oh, that's the only howley we let into the into the tribe. Oh, I got those you go, you fi- you show them you show them your technique of cooking pork and they make you honorary member
1: <laughs> honorary Hawaiian. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Anything else, buddy? What uh, we already plugged the dates? That's exciting. Got those. No, I was kind
2: of just yeah. I was on the road. I'm just excited to do stand up again. Not not a lot of activity happened otherwise. Mm-hmm. Just uh, yeah, I was bopping Dude. around. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty. I was pretty boring in the past week. My apologies yeah. to the listeners. I was a pretty boring guy. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I'm not. You know what? I'm like. You know, you get to that point where you're living enough life. You're like, I don't. I don't need to collect as many stories anymore.
1: No, I totally. Like the stories get
2: that. will happen. Stories will happen if you're observant enough. Mm-hmm. Stuff will happen around you that's interesting, but I don't need to like throw myself in the middle. I think I might want to have a beer though soon.
1: Oh, still, still dry, huh? Yeah, still, still How been long? off of it. Five weeks, six weeks,
2: something like that. Last time, let's see, today is the twenty ninth of September, and I had was dr- last I was drinking was the. fucking when did we 13th of august maybe dude way to go buddy i think that was it i think i remember it was a friday
1: yeah a duck could tell you that's been a month and a half
2: duck you know a duck a mathematical uh mathematical duck mm-hmm. could clue me in
1: Dude, I was yeah, doing
2: I'm, good. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm at that point now. It's like, oh, am I going to be disappointed if I go back to drinking? Like, I'm probably going to drink for this show coming up. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering. I saw some people on the Reddit who were also, like, deciding to not drink. And, and good on you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I hope you're not looking for me to don't follow my lead on anything ever. I'll tell you that yeah. much. <laughs> um, I, uh,
1: I was doing good. And uh, I, I fell off the wagon this weekend bad not oh, not yeah? like too bad with the alcohol just dogs. the diet just go, yeah yeah the dogs how did I the dogs like, go did they go they they've they've gone every week they've they've won they've won every game it's very exciting but uh yeah just something about Saturdays in the fall college football it's like ah uh, god i'm going to have a drink and uh, a cheat day turned into a cheat weekend and uh, but not back on that's
2: it. what i'm afraid of
1: I'm, uh, yeah, I was, I gained, like, I I was down 42 pounds last week, now I'm, now I'm down 39, so, gained a few pounds, and I'm, the thing is, like, with, with, like, pressured weight loss, like, I, you know, I'm trying to, trying to reach a goal before the wedding, and, like, so not only did I not lose, did I miss a week, like, had I stayed on the diet... I would have lost another two or three pounds this week, but not only did I not lose weight, I gained it back. So it's just, oh, it's a vicious cycle, Kyle. It's a vicious cycle.
2: That's why it's tough to get into like monitoring stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I mean, you'll get there. I know you got you got you got goals. You got this <coughs> wedding. You got a tailored suit. You got to fit, fit into. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. So we'll get <coughs> to. That. Working on it, dude. Working on. It. Sorry to cough right in the mic. Jeez. That's all right. My That's all right. Hands?
2: Nobody's nobody's listening. <laughs>
1: Nobody listens this far into the show. <laughs> oh boy, all we right, should start. Buddy.
2: Yeah, we should start doing uh, scary movies. We're getting in October. Um, uh, you know, I'll take. You know, if if, if I don't respond to stuff, mm-hmm. you know, or if we don't respond, please don't think that we're not reading it. Um, if you got scary movie suggestions or anything, I think that'd be interesting to get into. Speaking of which, Kyle. That. Speaking uh, of which,
1: Patreon this month I've uh, I've asked our patrons to uh, recommend good spooky movies. So if you're not a patron, uh, we're we're gonna knock that episode out here in a couple of days. But uh, yeah, Patreon.com/slash/BoogieMonster four bucks a month, you get two bonus episodes every month, and one of them this month will be us talking scary movies. So
2: get on there We should uh, yeah, we should uh, we should text each other and decide like we should watch one and discuss it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we should do that. Uh, I think maybe every episode this month we should uh, come come to the table with a new, a new movie okay. review.
2: Okay. You know what? I'll tell you right. There's one called Midnight Mass I saw people talking about. I think it's on okay. Netflix. You want to do that one for next week? Let's
1: do that. I'll write it down right now. Midnight right. Mass.
2: Midnight Mass. I believe it was Netflix, but I'm not. I'll look it up. If you want to watch along with us. Midnight Mass. Streaming. Oh shit is it is it a TV show?
1: Oh it's a show. Fuck. Well, I'm not watching no show.
2: Well, I mean I just don't have I got other shit to ni-
1: do this week. I give you 90 minutes, that's all I'm giving you. That's <laughs> yeah. that is a that is a bitch about some of the There's so many good shows that it's like, "Hey, I know I should watch that, but I just there goes a month of my life."
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean I can get into some of them, but All right, we'll we'll think of something.
1: We'll get into it, buddy. We'll we'll figure it out. We always do. We always figure it out. Uh, okay. So you just kicking it this week, taking it easy at home, or when you head out again? You just told us those dates. That's, those are coming up, right? I'm like leaving. Yeah, I'm back. I got back
2: yesterday. I'm leaving Saturday for Chicago. Oh,
1: so I'll be All bopping right. around there after
2: practice. Might be a uh, – who knows if we're sneaking into stuff. I'll, I'll probably be out in the burbs. The practice spot we got is actually down the street from my folks' house in the burbs, so I'll be out there. So I'll be, yeah, dude. Hey man, maybe I'll be back in the into the cups in Addison, Illinois. Catch me at the Pyramid Club. Maybe that you'll see like me a at Brower thing. House. Ooh, Brower House. Maybe you'll see me, <laughs> I don't know what other <laughs> suburban haunts are left.
1: There used to be good suburban dive bars, those are all gone. So is there one know. bar where you just absolutely Charlie's excited. Uh, do you have a, a go to bar when you go back to Chicago? Like I've got a <laughs> Gotta drop I mean, sh- in over here.
2: <clears throat> well, Chicago is one thing. Addison's different. <clears throat>
1: Addison mm. is uh
2: I usually just wind up at this place called Pyramid Club. Used to be a Zayers. If uh, you're familiar. I, well, no, you know, I think no, I think Caputos is where the Zayers used to be. No, nope, it's where the pyramid club. Mm. It's uh, like a pool hall. But they bought now there's a place called John's Pizza, had very famous uh pizza in Addison. Pyramid Club bought the ovens and the recipe so they could recreate that pizza over there. That's, oh, that's how cool. serious they take the pizza. And you know how I figured it out cuz we were eating that pizza and somebody's like this tastes like John's pizza. They asked him about it, found out the whole background.
1: That's awesome. I love when shit like that happens. Yeah. Or I go to my buddy's place. or I go to a
2: Pizza Kitchen over in uh over in Wooddale there. Where crazy Robbie D still running it. So we might hang out there. We'll see. I'll be around Addison.
1: Well, hell yeah, buddy! All right, girl. Sounds fun. Um, All right, buddy. Will you hold down the fourth this week? Safe travels next week. And uh, I'm excited about
2: the. I'm excited about the dancing. Keep me updated on the dancing.
1: Oh, dude, I'm. I'm gonna. Dude, you just wait. You just wait, buddy. We need to. All right. I'll. I'll I'll figure out a routine for for us to do. Gonna start a new tradition. The 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 groom and the best man got to do some swing dance. I'm gonna fling you over I, my shoulder. It's gonna be great.
2: I got yeah. I don't want to. Like I already got bad knees, Dave. <laughs> so I don't know if that's really what I. I'm not, I'm, this is your special uh, day.
1: <laughs> Get out are you gonna acoustic. do the
2: electric? you gonna do the electric slide?
1: See, I don't even really know what that is. I know it's dance. I've heard that, but I couldn't tell you what it what to do. There's a slide involved. I'm assuming. Stick
2: to the acoustic
1: slide. Okay. It's easier to learn. Get too excited about it. Oh, boy.
2: Yeah, I'll keep you updated,
1: buddy. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm a Boogie Machine. Uh, Rock and roll, buddy. Great catching up. We'll talk to you next week. You got it.
2: The Boogie Monster. podcast now.